Salutations. Welcome to Podmortem. I'm Renee Hunter Vasquez, joined as always by my co-host, my husband and my brother. Hi, I'm John Paul Vasquez. Hi, I'm Travis Hunter. This week, we're recording live from the Daejeon train station discussing the 2016 South Korean hit zombie film, Train to Busan. This is the first live action film to be directed by Song Ho Yan and was written by Ju Sok Park. It broke numerous box office records in South Korea, ultimately becoming the sixth highest grossing domestic film of all time and was celebrated with several nominations at the Asian Film Awards. Train to Busan features themes of guilt, corporate greed, selfishness and selflessness, all while creating a genuinely scary breed of zombie. Blending the horror of these zombies and the heartfelt emotion of humanity, Train to Busan has been commended by both audiences and critics. This film was recommended to us by our parents, Travis and Nisa Hunter, and by at UnicornArtElly on Twitter. Check out her art Instagram, cryptid.unicorn.art. So what did you guys think of Train to Busan the first time you saw it? I loved it. I watched yeah. this movie three times before I took my notes and everything. Really? Yeah. Uh, this is what I wish American zombie movies would be. 100%. Definitely. 100%. This movie had me on the edge of my seat almost immediately. Mm -hmm. And I paid attention and gave a shit (laughs) when I was watching it. You know, it it makes you sad. It makes you laugh. You're afraid. You're anxious. And it's one movie. Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) It takes you through the gamut of human emotion. Yeah, no, it was great. I was amazed by it, honestly. I saw it whenever it first came out on Netflix, however many years ago that was. It could have been last year. I don't know. Time has not made sense <laughs> to me in a very long time. No. But set aside for a second that it's a zombie film, you get character arcs. Oh, yeah. You get really good writing. You get amazing filmmaking just on the outside. And then you bring in zombies on top of it. It's like... What more can you ask for? I, <laughs> I mean, it's incredible. And I think that that's something that a lot of... I realize my favorite horror movies often have really strong character development. Well, I mean, that's that's why we showed up. Like, that's what... For me... <laughs> it should that, be. Yeah. I mean, it depends on the film. A lot of people are like, man, I am interested to see how they are going to kill these kids. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, films like this, especially zombie films, they have an atmosphere that lends itself to character development Mm -hmm. and nothing in this film comes off as cliche and again if i were to tell you hey there's a zombie movie on a train your expectations would be on the floor yeah you'd be like what kind of b-movie bullshit is this but this they made something really special yeah and like you said you're at the you're on the edge of your seat like you literally don't know what's about to happen yeah no I think one thing that does upset me is that a lot of people will see that this is a foreign film in America Mm -hmm. and they won't watch it because they don't like subtitles. And it's really upsetting because that shouldn't be a barrier. No. You're going to miss out on so many amazing films if you're like, oh, it's not in English or, oh, I have to read or whatever. You're going to miss out. And this one is not one to miss. No, not at all. And I was telling your sister, man, I wish it was dubbed. But then I was like, (laughs) you know what? I wish I knew Korean (laughs) so that I could understand better. I don't need it dubbed. Just I wish I understood. And we can do that. We can work on that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I had never seen it before we decided to cover it for an episode, mm-hmm. and I watched it twice and cried like a baby the first time, <laughs> and I watched it again and cried like a baby the next time, <laughs> and I watched a Wow Such Gaming video about it and cried like a baby watching the <laughs> YouTube video, 
And it just, it's funny because I was talking about it at work and saying how it, it like had really torn me up and people were like from a zombie movie? And yes. Yeah. Yes. Oh yeah. <laughs> the answer is yes. Mm -hmm. It's just, it really ticks all the boxes, honestly. Absolutely. Um, I, I think it's a must see and I'm, I'm pretty bummed out that it took me this long to see <laughs> no, it. Oh yeah, you're right. I will say I have been mentioning it for years. You have no around record. the way, but I can't. I'm just. I have glad. no excuse. I'm glad you've watched it. That's all. We're here now. Yes. Now, before we sacrifice this film to save ourselves, we would like to issue a warning for spoilers. Podmortem is a very in-depth podcast, and in thoroughly discussing horror films, we have no choice but to spoil a thing or two. If you don't wish to be spoiled, please go watch the film, then come back and enjoy the show. If you've already seen the film or don't care about spoilers, we've got a train to catch. Okay, I just want to say right off the rip, I'm going to do the best I can with the names of the characters, the actors, and the locations <laughs> in this film. I do not speak Korean. I wish I did. I don't. There was research. I, I, <laughs> I have phonetic notes. I spent a lot of time researching to try to do justice and be respectful, so please don't come for me too hard if any of these are <laughs> incorrect. You're doing okay. your best. I'm doing my best. So the film opens outside of a quarantine zone in Jinyang. The first thing we see is a mannequin minding like a slowdown sign. A truck stops and gets sprayed down by men wearing protective gear and masks. Mm -hmm. The truck driver rolls down the window and kind of asks what's going on. He's worried about his livestock, I guess. Well, he asks something about his pigs. He said, you can come take my pigs again. Yeah. yeah. He's like, what do you mean again? again. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think, did he say something about hand, foot, and mouth? Yeah. That's what so the, maybe, yeah. the guard said. He's like, it's not It's not. That. Maybe the animals had gotten sick before and he was worried that yeah, it was going to happen again. Okay. Yeah. But the guy in the protective gear is like, oh, no, it's it's not a big deal. There was a leak in the biotech district. You know, it's fine. And the man drives off super annoyed and is skeptical that that guy's even telling the truth. <laughs> well, he goes, tiny leak, my hairy ass. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, that's a specific. Well, <laughs> so skeptical. Didn't need to know that about your ass. I, but. <laughs> I know we said it a minute ago, but one thing that I do and I noticed, I enjoy how everyone talks like a normal person in this movie. Yeah. yeah. The dialogue it's is real. Yeah. Like, that's something I would say to, yeah. you know, my fat ass, get out of here. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. You just, instead of like when movie people just say, you know, mm -hmm. well, that was weird. I a wonder leak. what he, yeah. Oh, very a, odd. Yeah. A leak. I, I would never say hmm. that. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? You'd be mad because you got stopped. Mm -hmm. And you'd say some stupid shit like that. <laughs> yeah. His phone rings and he fully takes his eyes off the road yeah. <laughs> to reach for his phone and he hits a deer. He gets out to look at the deer and is like, oh, my God, what a shitty day. Again, more yeah. realistic dialogue. Yeah. But he doesn't do anything about Absolutely it. Absolutely nothing. He doesn't call animal control. Or the police. Or the police. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he just lets it go. He gets back in his truck and drives away. That's what he does. But the camera slowly pans back over to the deer and we see it flop back to life mm -hmm. and stand up like really eerily it's almost like it's in reverse mm -hmm. right the camera zooms in on its face and we see that it's bloody and its eyes are completely white so i was wondering i think the deer standing up was cg mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but the close-up i feel like was a real deer but it's it so all looked good. incredible. Yeah. I feel like the Walking Dead should have hired this effects Ugh. team because yeah. their deer was fucking rubbish. They should no, hire yeah. the writers too, but that's a different <laughs> conversation. And this, I... is, this is when we learn the zombies in this movie are all deer. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
Yeah. It's uh, it's a new take. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I did want to shout out the cinematography really quick. Yeah. Because yeah. I could say that a million times in this episode. So let's just get it out of yeah, the way. Yeah. The cinematography, the camera movements, the interesting ideas that they have for showing things. It's just amazing. No, mm-hmm. it is. But this is when we get our title card, Train to Busan. In the next scene, we're in an office building and we're introduced to Sok Woo, played by Yang Gong. He's on the phone and eating Burger King. <laughs> and he's clearly the boss here. He's on the phone with somebody advising that if they pull out now, the market is going to suffer. And after all, this might just be a false report. So it's kind of like, okay. Feeling like this ties yeah. to... Yeah. He ends the call pleasantly enough, but kind of looks troubled once he hangs up the phone. And he calls in for... I guess this is a subordinate of some kind or an assistant. I took it as an assistant. Yeah, that's what I thought. Uh, Kim. And while he's waiting for him to come in, he's looking at news articles of mysterious fish deaths in the Jinyong Reservoir on his Mm -hmm. computer. And if you saw whenever the truck pulled into that station to get sprayed off, there was a sign behind the truck that said Jinyong. Yes. So it's all coming together. So Kim comes in and Sokwoo tells him to sell everything, (laughs) which is exactly the opposite of what he just advised the person on the phone. Oh, don't worry about everything's cool. Click sell everything. Yes. (laughs) That's fucked. Kim is concerned about the market Mm -hmm. and Sokwoo is like, basically, you work for me or do you work for those lemmings? And he reiterates to sell immediately. Lemmings. Lemmings. Yeah. Before Kim leaves, Sokwoo stops him and asks what the kids are into nowadays. <laughs> Why wasn't that guy like, I'm 26. <laughs> <laughs> what do I know? I'm also out of the age uh, range. I don't know. Yeah. In the next scene, Sokwoo is in a garage and he's on the phone arguing with his ex-wife. And it sounds pretty ugly, whatever's going great. on Yeah, between the two of them. He says that he doesn't care what she does because he's going to be the one raising their daughter. His ex is like, basically, you don't even talk to her. Mm-hmm. And she's like, do you know that she wants to come down here tomorrow? And she's even willing to take the train by herself. Mm-hmm. Sakwu was like, a kid can't go by themselves and I'm too busy to go tomorrow. And his ex asks if he even realizes that it's their daughter's birthday tomorrow. And he's like, of course I do. And like hangs up on her. <laughs> and he's taking a gift out of the back seat. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, he knew in his defense. He knew. Yeah, but I feel like he didn't get that gift. Yeah. I you're probably right. <laughs> Kim probably exactly, did yeah. the legwork on that gift. Um in the next scene, Sakwu arrives at home. His mom comes to greet him and says that his daughter, Suan, is in her room. Beautiful apartment. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> like yes. I, I noticed that too. I was like, damn. Yeah. That evil fund manager stuff brings in some <laughs> coin. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> Gives you a nice place to live. Yeah. So he goes into his room and his daughter, Suan, played by Suan Kim, is under the sheet talking to her mom on the phone. And she's saying that she'll take the train by herself, you know, just pick me up at the station. Yeah. But as soon as she hears that Sakwu has come into the room, she immediately gets off the yeah. phone. She gets out of her blanket and he's like, look, I can't. I'm not going to take you tomorrow. I have too much going on. Maybe Mm -hmm. next week. She just looks incredibly disappointed and doesn't even say anything. No, but it's like she's not not used to this. No. Yeah. Sakwu gives her her birthday gift and she opens it and it's a Wii, but she has no reaction at all. Mm -mm. And he's like, what? You don't like it? 
and the camera pans over and she has the exact same Wii already set up in her room. Dude, yeah. both black, the exact yeah, same model. It's yeah, literally the same thing. Kim's going to get fired. <laughs> well, she said well, she got it for Children's Day. Yeah. So Kim probably bought it for her yeah, for he Children's probably, Day. Yeah. But still, you haven't gone in your kid's room just to even, to, know. to yeah. even notice <laughs> that, that she is a Wii. Or show. that she was playing on it or whatever. <laughs> like, come on, man. It just shows how disconnected he is from oh, yeah. her life. Yeah. He was like, damn. <laughs> yeah. He's like, well, is there anything else you want? She only wants to go to Busan to see her mom. He says he'll take her another time. And she's like, you always say another time. And it's always a lie. And it's like, damn, yeah. Suan, like. That's a Shit. rough pattern to yeah. instill into a kid. She literally says, I won't waste your time. I can go alone. That hurts. Yeah. I'm not a parent, but God no, damn. No, that, that would hurt. Well, you, as a parent, it's hard and with work and, you know, trying to, you, it's impossible to make every little thing, mm-hmm. but it's obvious here he's nothing. Yeah. No. He's, nothing. Yeah. He's missed everything. Yes. But I will say, when we were growing up, Our mom was a homemaker and our dad was in the military and he worked nights. And so his sleep schedule was off completely from ours. But he still somehow made the time for the important things, A, and B, to just hang out with us whenever he could. So it's not like, oh, I work a lot. You know, it's not a concrete excuse to where you're like, oh, okay. Never mind. Well, the way that I and I guess I kind of filled in a backstory is that he worked and that was his thing when the family was together. Mm -hmm. And so now him being the only parent there, his mom is, I guess, filling the role of his ex. And so he's just continuing work, work, work. I mean, it just that's his default, it seems like. Well, I don't like it. No. (laughs) It's what you choose to prioritize. That's what it is. Mm -hmm. But in the next scene, he's in his bedroom talking to his mom and he says that he's going to take Suan to Busan. Right. Like you better, you know, his mom tells him that while he's there, he needs to talk to his ex and they need to work it out. And he looks annoyed, but he says he'll take care of it. It's just a crucial period right now. So his mom tells him that Suan was disappointed that he didn't come to her recital. I guess that was today. Mm hmm. She goes, it's a crucial period for her, too. Again, she's not wrong. No. And it's pretty messed up because the entire time she's talking, he's just on his laptop. So even when your mother's trying to drop some science and tell you, look, this is where you're slacking. He's like, he's and still work, 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 work. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, yeah, sure thing, stock market. I mean, mom. mom. <laughs> it's like, Whoops. dude, come on. Well, she leaves, but she leaves a camera on his bed. And Sakwu picks up the camera and watches the video that his mom took of Suan's recital. She's performing Aloha O in front of her class. And she looks sad when she's singing. And quickly into the song, she completely freezes up. Mm-hmm. Her class laughs at her, and Sokwoo looks upset watching it. So as a parent, if you're filming this, would you stop filming there? Because they kept filming. After the class is laughing at her, well, maybe, are they going to like, well, she's going to want to watch this later. Yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> like, Maybe she was like, she'll get back up there. Yeah. Swan wasn't getting back up there. No. So the next scene, it's very early in the morning. It's still dark. And Sakwu and Suwan are on their way to the train station. Sakwu tells her that he saw her recital. And she's like, when? Because you weren't there. Which is like facts. Yeah. Can't say anything to <laughs> no. that. No. 
He tells her that even if when he's not there, he's always watching her. And he starts trying to give her a lesson about always finishing what she starts. I like that he's trying to give life lessons. It seems like he's trying to fill in where he yeah. was lacking. Yeah. Maybe actually taking his ex-wife and his mom's advice. Mm-hmm. But not at any point did he ever say anything I'm encouraging. Sorry. No apology. <laughs> yeah. He wasn't like, you were doing great or yeah. anything. And I'm sorry I wasn't there. He's just yeah. like, look, you got to finish it before you. St-. It's like you can't just launch into that. He's, cool dad thing. Yeah, she's like, who are you? (laughs) Why am I in your car? If anything, you should have been telling her to stop messing with that window because the motor will burn out. (laughs) She kept rolling it down and rolling it back up. She was playing And he let that go, which I guess is pretty cool of him. As he's, you know, going on his spiel or whatever, he has to slam on his brakes because emergency vehicles are rushing by with sirens blaring. Mm-hmm. Suwan notices that there's ash falling from the sky and she reaches out her window to catch some in her hand. I love the way this is shot. Yeah. It's we, so neat. We get this really great shot of her and Sok Woo looking out his window and we see the reflection of a burning building like over their faces. Yeah. He kind of says something along the lines of something's wrong. Yeah. yeah. And he's right. He's, he's, <laughs> he doesn't know how right he is. Mm-hmm. In the next scene, they're at the train station and everyone's getting on board and the staff's getting ready to take off. A young staff member, Min Ji, is asked to straighten up her tie while she's just walking around looking on her phone. Well, I mean, standards are standards. I can't. Yes. <laughs> but maybe you should be minding the door. It's yeah. what, what you are, should be doing. Again, priorities. Yeah. <laughs> A baseball team is getting seated in a car and a cheerleader, Jin Hee, played by An So Hee, enters the car and everybody's all excited and they want her to sit with them. But she sits with Yang Gok, played by Wu Sik Choi, who was fantastic in Parasite. Absolutely. Um, and he acts like he doesn't want to sit with yeah. her. I was confused by that, especially the way things go. Yeah. I Were they not dating? She, well, she even says, like, basically, it's fate. We're going to end up together, so just yeah. stop. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if he was, like, a hard-to-get situation, or I don't know what the backstory is, but she's like, just suck it up, because yeah. this is going to happen. And take the W, young guck. Yeah. <laughs> he, uh... The, the whole team is like chanting and teasing them. So yeah. it's like just, you know. I, even as a grown man, I was like, that's cute. That's yeah, kids, no, it was. You know what I mean? Being kids. And I was like, man, they're just teasing. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like, it's funny. In high school, we've all been the taunter or the taunty, yeah. right? <laughs> Taunted, I guess I should say. The Making up words here. In another car, there's two old women who are sisters. One of them in Gil, played by Su Jung Yi, peels a boiled egg for the other one, John Gil, played by Myung Shin Park. And she does not want that egg. I love the interplay between these two sisters. Yeah. yeah. I will say the actress who plays Ingil is clearly not elderly. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I told your sister that. Her, I said like, that, that lady's not old. I said she's not old. Not at all. That's makeup. It, and a like, wig. Yeah, and a wig. A clear yeah, wig. Clear wig. I was like sprayed. <laughs> no, it's not gray enough. Yeah. <laughs> Sakwoo and Suan enter this car, the one with the sisters in it. He's on his phone with Kim, and Kim is telling Sakwoo about a strike at Ansan Industrial Park. Mm-hmm. Sakwoo is basically like, I'll be back before lunch and I'll deal with it then. So even in this small moment where he's actually being with his daughter, he's he like, can't. still, he phone, can't. work. Outside, a woman rushes onto the train. Well, I guess the attendant is slightly <laughs> looking the other yeah. way. <laughs> it. It makes no sense to me because she's making a lot of noise and he does nothing. 
<laughs> He's not I, even like, are you okay, ma'am? Or no, nothing. I, I thought that too. I was like, how did nobody hear this lady fall on or get she, in yeah, there? She yeah, she falls and she's like, oh, God, like yeah. a lot of noise. Yeah, nobody, nothing. No. <laughs> well, she is twitching and shaking and making noise. And shortly after she boards, they lock the train down to depart. Mm-hmm. Outside the train, though, the attendant that she got past notices a large group of spectators gathered around something. As the train departs, someone tackles a person outside of Suan's window. Yeah. And she looks concerned about it and turns to tell her dad, but Sokwoo is already asleep. Yeah, he's passed out. <laughs> Which is a dad move, to I be guess. fair. Sorry. Like, I guess. Yeah, sorry, it happens. <laughs> it's like, well, never mind. Yeah, we'll worry about it later, I guess. Right. <laughs> I'll tell him when he wakes up. <laughs> In the bathroom, the woman that had rushed onto the train is tying a stocking around her thigh, mm-hmm. and below on her calf is a gnarly looking bite mark mm. with inflamed veins yeah. Yeah, radiating from it. Yeah, yeah, it looks awful. But she's saying that she's sorry and she just keeps apologizing. She's got a story we don't know. Yeah. yeah. Now, I do know, I haven't watched it, but there is, as yes. we said before, this is the director's first live action film, but uh-huh. he also put out an animated prequel to this film that I haven't watched. I wonder if we learn her story in that. That's a really good Mm. point. Yeah, and I definitely want to watch that. Absolutely. Yeah, we got to get on that. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Back in the train car, Suwon watches Yan Sok, played by Yoo Sung Kim, alert an attendant that someone odd got on board and has been in the restroom for a long time. At this point, I thought it was that woman. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Suwon literally gets out of her seat and goes over there to investigate what's going on. Now, throughout this entire process, nobody no. cares that a child is inserting themselves no. into the middle I, of anything. I even made note of that myself. Yeah, I was no, like, no don't. one tells this little girl, hey, Th- this might not yeah, yeah, you yeah. might need to go over there. Is your parent? Go with your yes. parent or anything. And also, I'm sorry, but Yansok, what are you, the bathroom monitor? Yeah. What business is it of yours? <laughs> yeah. Period. He, no, was, just... he was concerned. He <laughs> stays like, well, concerned. Yeah. Was he like, I gotta take a shit. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. The attendant knocks on the door and opens it to find a homeless man played by Gui Hua Choi sitting on the floor and muttering that everyone is dead. He's the uh, harbinger, I would say. The gas station. Exactly. He's the clerk. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, don't go on that train or whatever, you know? Like we said, the attendant and Yan Sok just let Suan. She's standing like yeah, right in, right in the doorway. In the she yeah. is standing in front of Yan Sok. Yeah. Basically, if the homeless man were to attack anyone, he would attack it's Suan her. first. Yeah. Right there. And nobody seems to care. The attendant is just like, do you, do you have a ticket? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The homeless man just keeps repeating himself and laughing. And Yan Sok tells Suan that if she doesn't study, she's going to end up like him. And I loved this. Suan says that her mom says only bad people say that. Like your mom's a Legit. pretty cool person. Yeah, because that is a really, really shitty thing to say. And to me, this begins the social commentary of 100%. the movie. 100%. Where you don't even, it's not in your face about it, but you can tell that a lot of this movie is about social class. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's very smart the way that they handle it, and they don't beat you over the head with it. No, not at all. But it's a very important message. I'll get into it a little more later, but I just wanted to point that out, that this is when I realized it. Yan Sok is just like, oh, your mom must have flunked out of school. (laughs) And it's like, okay, this guy's an asshole. Hoping you get chomped first. Right. (laughs) We all know what's coming. Oh, yeah. 
In another car, the bitten woman is twitching and shuffling down the aisle and nobody's paying attention to her. Her leg looks awful. She falls to the ground in the area like between the proper cars Uh and starts convulsing. Suan makes her way to another set of bathrooms. And before she can knock on the door, my favorite character. Yes. Think everybody's favorite character. Yeah. San Hua, played by Dong Sok Ma, stops her. He says the woman inside is pissing for two or that there's two people pissing in there Mm -hmm. and that she needs to move along. Back with the bitten woman, that young attendant that was on her phone, Min Ji, finds her and radios for the chief. Back in the car, Sakwu is woken by his phone and realizes that Suan is gone. I will say again, he woke up and grabbed his phone before he looked at his daughter to see if she was there or not. Which is, again, a very subtle way of just being like, his priorities at this moment are this. Yeah, and if I see all that shit going on on the TV... I'm a little more worried than he was. My <laughs> daughter's like, oh. gone. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? You're seeing what's going on on the news or whatever. And mm-hmm. He's just like, huh. Yeah, because they have TVs in the car that are like, this is, you know, shit's going down yeah. all over the place. And he's like, well, I guess I better yeah, you know, right, look for Sue on or something. Better find the kid. What was that kid's but- name again? <laughs> <laughs> Where am I going? Yeah. Right, about yay high. I don't know how old she is. Yeah. <laughs> kid. <laughs> Well, he, of course, he answers his phone and Kim tells him that the situation at that industrial plant or whatever is serious. It's not just a regular strike. Mm-hmm. And that's when Sokwoo notices on the TV that the military has been deployed to control nationwide riots, which what? Yeah. An attendant walks by and he's talking to Minji on the radio and Sok Wu I guess hears her say the seizures are uncontrollable mm-hmm. and that's when he's like I, I should probably go find this yeah. <laughs> He that He hangs up the phone. Mm-hmm. Behind him those two older sisters are sitting there just transfixed by what's going on on TV. Understandable. I mean everything was seemingly I know I they passed a situation on the way to the train station but I'm sure everything seemed normal and now we boarded this train and what the hell what's yeah. going on? Mm-hmm. And of course Jan Sok <sighs> is also watching the TV. Of course. So the seizing woman finally stops seizing and presumably dies. As Minji is trying to get her radio to work, the dead woman rises behind her and we see that she has the same white eyes that the deer had. Right. Which is like, oh, it's Uh, on now. We're on a train in motion (laughs) and there's a fucking zombie. Yeah. Yeah. No. Here we go. It's setting up one of the most terrifying scenarios possible. Oh, yeah. And one of my favorite kinds of horror movies are the ones that are contained. Yeah, like I the love that. Ca- almost claustrophobic. Yes, yeah. kind of like snakes that. on a plane, huh? <laughs> just like snakes right, on a plane. Just like that. You know, it's funny. This could have very easily fallen yeah. into that if it wanted to be, but it no, rises above God. that, let's yeah. just say. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. She bares her teeth and growls at Minji. Mm-hmm. The male attendant runs past Suan trying to reach Minji on the radio. And Suan finally makes it to the restroom that she's been trying to get to this whole time. 
back in the baseball car, boys are roughhousing and playing and they stop in horror when they see Minji walking down the aisle and the dead woman is just holding yeah, on yeah. to her back. Yes. And she's biting her neck. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's no mistaking <laughs> no. that. <laughs> Look, at first I didn't I was like, what the hell? And then when it showed when it kind of panned up mm-hmm. and she's like carrying her and yes. I was like, oh shit, <laughs> yeah. that lady's still on her. Minji falls and the woman just continues to take a bite out of crime. And but, the B-boys just watch. Well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, no, well, can uh, you imagine? No. With Minji dead, the woman immediately jumps onto a baseball player. Like, she loses interest immediately. Oh, yeah. But just as quickly, Minji on the ground has also turned. I want to talk about that because I feel like the transmission was very fast yeah. there. I feel like it has to deal with where you're bitten. Because anybody that gets bitten on the neck in this movie... It you're done. goes very quickly, right. but she was bitten on the leg. She had time. And it took a while. That is a really good point. So I think that they really thought about that before, because a lot of people would be like, well, how come that was faster than that? No, yeah. they understand, and they did well, it proper. I mean, like in, in lesser zombie films, everybody turns very quickly until it's a main character, and then they get to get sick. <laughs> well, and They get a whole episode, words. yeah. <laughs> exactly. Can't believe it happened, man. <laughs> you're like, turn. Can you die? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> The male attendant opens the door to absolute chaos. People are running and eating and being eaten. Yang Gok makes his way through with his baseball bat. Mm -hmm. The attendant runs to the previous car and is trying to get everybody to run and evacuate the other way as he radios to the conductor that violence has broken out in the the cars. I would have been more specific on the radio. Yeah. (laughs) Violence. People are fucking eating each other. Exactly, yeah. Bath salts. (laughs) Yeah. In a much calmer section of the train, Sakwu was looking for Suan. He looks inside of an empty bathroom stall, and when he gets to the one that she's actually in, a man runs past him, and he's distracted by a group of people standing in the next car. Mm-hmm. As Suan is washing her hands, she hears screaming outside, and she opens the restroom door to panicked people just running by, and she sees her dad just standing in the next <laughs> car. Yeah, Sakwu was letting people run past him. I mean, obviously, he doesn't know what's going on. And we see a bitten man fall and succumb to his wounds Mm -hmm. mid-run. Yes. Uh, Like, it looks crazy. Unbelievable. The attendant is taken down by Minji as he's trying to get more people to evacuate. And as soon as she's done with him, she jumps onto another woman who is just standing there watching. Yeah. Run. Yeah. Well, yeah. Get out of here. Yeah. When the attendant gets back up after he turns, Sakwu is finally like, check, please. (laughs) Suan calls him from the doorway and seeing her snaps him into action. He snatches her up and runs. Mm Mm-hmm. The attendant trails them with an army of zombies behind him. So the zombies piling all over each other, I'm sure would remind a lot of people of World War Z. Yes. But I do want to say the shot of the attendant, they have a camera like attached to his waist. And that, it's a very deep cut, reminded me of MTV's Fear. (laughs) Dude, I loved that show. Right? I mean, anytime I see a shot like that, that's where I go, but You're I like, love. Do you remember fear? Yeah, <laughs> the way that they did it here was really cool. That's all I wanted to say. <laughs> Further down, Songhua's wife, Song Kyung, finally exits the restroom and we see that she is very pregnant. Yes, he was which, not lying. No, yeah. two people were pissing in there. <laughs> a man is eating a woman. Um, 
<laughs> as she falls onto the floor and Sok Woo is standing behind them holding Suan mm-hmm. and Song Kyung tells her husband to help. Like, <laughs> Doesn't she say help you idiot? Yeah. <laughs> I love the relationship that no, they have. Adorable. It's incredible. Song Hwa pulls the man off of her and he tries to attack, obviously. As he's fighting, Sok Woo sees his opportunity and just runs past them. Mm-hmm. Song pause. <laughs> which was a little messed up because he's like, excuse me? Yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, he does. yeah. Thanks, bro. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Song Hua is able to throw the man into one of the bathroom stalls. And when the woman on the ground reanimates, he yells at Song Kyung to run. She does. And he follows just as the zombies from the other car are advancing on them. Mm-hmm. Sok Woo makes it to the next car. Yan Sok sees Song Hua and Song Kyung coming and tells Sok Woo to shut the door. Yeah. It's fucked up, dude. But again, you're really seeing who this character is immediately. And he will be the Harry Cooper from Night of the Living Dead of these proceedings. Absolutely. (laughs) On 11. With the volume turned up. They're like, well, we saw what you did. We wanted to uh, (laughs) make it, you know. I see your Harry Cooper. I raised you a young young suck. Sokwoo switches the door from auto to manual and literally slams the door in Song Kyung's face. Mm-hmm. Suan is like, hey, I know him when she sees San Hua. And at the very last minute, Sokwoo opens the door. Would Sokwoo have not opened the door? Probably not. If she didn't say Probably that? Probably not. I'm not, I don't want to defend the guy, but I mean, in that situation, what do you really do? You let them you in. You don't slam the door but in a pregnant you, woman's but face. But how do you know that though? Well, but you- I don't, I'm not going no, to lie I wouldn't, I would have- <gasps> If somebody had been like, shut the door, there's a fucking an army of zombies coming behind them. But yeah, I, but you know that this dude was trying to help this no, woman. I know, he, I he know. Just you sidled past yeah. him to get here. And the other thing about that is the fact that this wouldn't be as tense of a situation if he didn't shut the door. If he yeah. would have just left it no, open, yeah. they could have run right through. So he made it worse. Well, because Yan Sok. Mm-hmm. Right. San Hua holds the door shut, but they're not actually trying to open the door, the zombies. They're just slamming into it and like mm-hmm. hitting it. He asks Sakwu how to lock it and Sakwu says to just let it go because he doesn't think they know how to work a door and get in. <laughs> I wouldn't risk it. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be honest no, with you, man. Let's lock it. Yeah, these are not the Romero zombies that we're used to seeing. They oh, no, don't they... move slow. No. They will fucking Usain Bolt into your ass. <laughs> but but they can't open the door. They can't open the door. Or use tools, thank God. Yeah, yes. oh my God. Wow. If you combine. <laughs> Good Lord. So they're not over there breaking your car. <laughs> no, no. you don't have to worry <laughs> about that. Thankfully. He says they only attack when they see them. So acting very quickly, Song Kyung grabs a water bottle and a newspaper, wets the door and sticks the newspaper to the door, which is genius. Yeah. I've said before, man, if people in a horror film are smarter than me, that's my favorite. Yes. Because I wouldn't have thought to do that. I'd be like, well, uh, drapes. You have any drapes? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Someone knit They're something very fast. <laughs> yeah. But no, she she's a genius. Song Hua demands an apology for slamming the door in their face, which he deserves. Yes. But Sok Woo won't. He, ju- he just makes excuses for his behavior. San Hua grabs him and threatens to feed him to the zombies. But Song Kyung tells him to stop. She's like, They're all- we're all scared. Mm-hmm. You know, just let it go. Over the intercom, they announce that they will not be stopping at the next stop. Yan Sok goes to the intercom and demands to know why they're not stopping. 
It's an order <laughs> from the control center, and Jan Sock is like, nah, still stop. Yeah. It's like, who yeah. are yeah. you? Yeah. That's, <laughs> it's just, you're an asshole yes. is who you yes. are. He has no authority here. No, <laughs> but he's still exercising it. Oh, yeah. Sokwoo's mother calls, and she sounds out of breath and distressed. She sounds bad. She says that everyone there is fighting, and when he asks, you know, why she sounds so bad, she only tells him to take care of Suan. She says that she loves Suan so much, but she only wants her mother. That bitch. <laughs> Which yeah. I was not expecting. I wasn't expecting that. I was like, wow, does the virus... <laughs> is it like a truth well, serum? It's, or It's his mom. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, but... Yeah, hey, maybe she's got some residual feelings of her leaving him. Yeah, but she was so peaceful. Make it work with your wife. And now she's like, that bitch. Yeah, but she's like, I'm fucking dying, man. (laughs) (laughs) Let it all out. Well, yeah, she grunts and hisses and then the phone goes dead. Well, it's kind of funny to me that she does hang up the phone. (laughs) She's She's still got a little bit of herself left. Suan asks if her grandmother is okay and Sokwoo does not answer her. The lights go out and the train lurches forward and they're approaching, I guess, the station that they were supposed to stop at that they're not stopping at. Mm -hmm. Outside Suan's window, a man hits the window. He's not a zombie. He's crying and he's screaming. Mm -hmm. More join him and everyone in the train moves away from the window. The first man is taken down. And Sokwoo shields Suan's face as everyone outside that is still human is attacked and eaten. I do want to say very quickly, because I Mm -hmm. think this is the part. There's some piano that starts playing and it's amazing. Yeah. (laughs) The music in the entire film is amazing, Mm -hmm. but I did want to call out this part because it's just the accompaniment of the piano with this chaos outside. It's just... So smart. I don't know. It reminded me of something. It took me back. I don't know. Is it Silent Hill? Is it Resident Evil? I don't know. But (laughs) it made me think of something that was nostalgic and it made me feel very good. (laughs) Well, as this piano was playing, we see wrecked cars outside. The zombies are wandering around through the train. On the news, they're declaring a state of emergency and shutting down key districts to control riots now that government announcement kind of pissed me off because the guy the guy was basically like we're fine yeah (laughs) Yeah. and when he's saying we're closing down districts it's really showing that they're basically locking people inside these districts and they're fucked oh yeah so it's not as uh peachy keen as they're making it out to be Uh, there's nothing under control no (laughs) People are on their phones watching videos of yeah. zombies attacking people, and they're even searching the word zombie. Yes, zombie which I is thought trending was worldwide. <laughs> <laughs> I like that they did that in here because now it shows that they know what zombies are. Yeah. And it's not like The Walking Dead where they're like, what are these? What's happening? Yeah. We even see a shot of a city that is just, there's smoke and fire. It's just, things are not good out here in these streets at all. They're all walking single file, I guess, to another car. And Sokwoo pulls Suan aside and tells her to sit down because she's asking why her mom's phone is off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The older sisters sit on the opposite side and Engil forces Jongil to take the only seat, even though she's older than her. Right. It's like this old lady. <laughs> she's just sweet yeah. with her eggs and her seats. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she's adorable. Song Hua leads Sung Kyung to another seat and Suan gets up out of hers and asks Ingil to sit down instead of her, which is like really sweet. No, it's great. 
It's a sweet little moment, and Angel gives Suan a piece of candy, I guess, for being so sweet. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because Sakwu looks at Suan like, "Who taught you to be so polite?" Yeah. It wasn't me. <laughs> but it's not who, me. Yeah. Who do you live with? <laughs> So they move further down, I guess, trying to look for another seat. And Songhua is like, keep it moving. And I don't blame him in the slightest. At all. Sakwu stops and tells Suan that she doesn't have to be so good. She just needs to watch out for herself. And she looks so sad and disappointed. And she's like, well, Granny's knees always hurt her. Like, she's like... That's why I wanted... Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, it's... It makes me... Sok Woo is basically speaking what Yan Sok would say. Definitely. You know? Yeah. And so I'll say more about this later. Just keep that in mind. They make another announcement that the train is terminating services at Daejeon Station. Military is going to be there to secure the train. Yan Sok goes into a stall and loudly asks on his phone what cities can still be entered. And they hear that Busan is one of them. This dude is just (laughs) like he's he's he's, loud. No, no privacy. So seeing Yan Sok do this, Sok Woo goes to an empty car himself to use his own phone. Suan is left with San Hua and Song Kyung and... Sanhua is like, is that your real dad? Yeah. Well, honestly, <laughs> Sakwu doesn't act like he even knows her. Yeah, no, for he's, real. He's not fatherly in the slightest. And Sanhua is about to become a father. Yeah. So he's like, damn, well, this is a masterclass of what, what not, not to, to do. do. Yeah. He asks her what he does. And Suwon tells him that he's a fund manager. And he's like, oh, so he's a bloodsucker and he leeches off of others. Mm-hmm. Song Kyung says, don't say that in front of his child. And Suan's like, it's fine. It's what everyone else yeah. is thinking. <laughs> <laughs> well. Song Kyung gives her another piece of candy. Suan's like, damn, this is the best yeah. day ever. Can every day be the it's zombie apocalypse? Yeah. It is. Yeah. They don't know it, but no. happy birthday, kid. <laughs> She introduces her to her baby and says that they call it Sleepy because San Hua is too lazy to come up with a name for her. Suan feels the baby kick and it's just this really sweet moment between the three of them. Mm-hmm. And San Hua is like, I made that. <laughs> it's just really cute and She's funny. so confused. She's like, you named your baby Sleepy? Sleepy? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, don't judge. Yeah, like, well, <laughs> it's like, why on. would you do that? But... Songhua, it's like it happens a lot in movies, and I don't know if it's a good or a bad thing when a secondary character outshines the oh, yeah. main protagonist. And he does. And Songhua is the fucking shit. <laughs> no, like, he's I everything. Love this character. In that empty car, Sok Woo calls a Daejeon lieutenant and finds out that the military really is in Daejeon, but as soon as they arrive, they're going to be quarantined. Mm hmm. Sakwoo asks him for his help, and the lieutenant is like, okay, don't go to the main square, go to the east square. Basically, he'll pull him and Suan out, but everybody else is going to be presumably is going to be quarantined. Yeah. So this is more of the social commentary to me is yeah. that Sakwoo has all these connections. Yeah. He is kind of at this point a piece of shit. Yeah. He's not a great person, but he is sparing himself with no consideration for anyone else. Zero. Songwa on the other hand has saved everyone 
that he's come into contact with. But if things go according to plan, he's going to be quarantined along with everybody else because who gives a shit? And is is out, yeah. And it's all walks of life together on the same train facing the same problems. Doesn't that say something? Yeah. I mean, shit. Yeah. That's really smart writing. But Sokwu was like, bet. (laughs) (laughs) He gets off the phone, but before he leaves the car, he notices that that homeless man is in there, but he's just still muttering to himself and he's like, oh, it's it's probably fine. (laughs) He's like, he was too busy talking to himself. He didn't hear anything I said. At the Daejeon station, we get an aerial shot of the train arriving and the station looks completely deserted. Yeah. Yon Sok pushes his way off the train first. Only looking out for himself. Yeah. Everyone follows him. Further down, Yong Gok and Jin Hee and the baseball team are getting off the bus. Yong Gok has his bat, but Yon Sok just pushes past him. Mm-hmm. The conductor comes outside and is horrified by the zombies pushed up against the windows of the cars. Yon Sok approaches him and is like, look, uncouple the engine car and let's go to Busan. He says he's the COO of Stallion Express and that every route into Daejeon is cut off. The city is obviously quarantined and they're not going to be let in. So basically, let's get to Busan while the getting's good. Us. Yeah. Me and you. Let's like, go. And don't tell anybody about yeah. this. <laughs> well, the conductor is like, well, let's get everybody. And yeah. he's like, no, 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 no. Who? Yeah. I don't remember well, that being part of my plan. <laughs> I didn't say that. But the conductor says that they need to check the station and Yansok is not happy. Everyone is silently making their way through the station, I guess, to get to the main square. And Sokwu, without a word, breaks off, pulls aside a restricted partition and closes it behind him and Suan. San Hua and San Kyung notice this. But, but they, he's, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. like, forget it. Suan stops to ask why they're the only ones going this way. And Sokwu at this moment notices that that homeless man is following them. He's like, I heard you. Yeah. <laughs> I well, know that you're getting pulled out. Sokwu tries to lie to him. He's like, yeah. well, why don't you go with the other you're, group? No, yeah. no, you're supposed <laughs> to go yeah, that the way. The main square is that way. Yep, keep going. But he's too smart for that shit because yeah. he was listening. Yeah, he's like, everybody else is going to get quarantined. And Suan looks like disgusted like yeah. she looks shocked with him and Sakwu's like that's not true she literally <laughs> tries to walk away and tell everybody else no go and, this way yeah. he, and he pulls her back and he's like we're on our own like stop she starts crying and is like you only care about yourself it's like she's really realizing this is my dad like this sucks like maybe it was good we didn't spend time together yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's like that's why mom left which is oh that's like a deep yeah, that's a one two punch yeah. Song Kwa, Song Kyung, and the rest are going down the escalator that takes them to the main square. And out the window, there are police vehicles. Song Hwa, though, notices a discarded, bloody police shield. Yeah. Which would make me very nervous. Mm-hmm. The homeless man notices a military man step into the hallway that they had stepped off to, and he yells for his attention. Sok Wu leaves Suan by herself yeah, to go follow that him. That confused me. He was like, you stay here for a second. Well, he's probably yeah. like, no, 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 like, me, me, not yeah. him. Me, I'm the one that you're supposed to pull out, not him. Like, that's what it felt like. Just <sighs> You just leave your kid to go and jump yeah. in front of this man to be like, I'm the one yeah. that's important enough to be saved. 
As the others are descending the escalator, we see a huge group of military men down at the bottom, but we quickly realize that they are all infected. It's a massive crowd. Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Like, good Lord. They charge and everyone runs, but there are people getting taken down left and right. It's brutal. Yeah. Sokwu gets a call that the lieutenant could not get a hold of his men in Daejeon, which is concerning. Mm -hmm. Now we see that that military man that was walking toward them has been attacked and he looks like he's dying. An infected military man comes from behind him and just takes him down. He does. I will say I love the zombie movement in this film, but in this scene, as he's taking the military man down, it looks like it was sped up in post. Oh, I didn't even notice that. It happens very quickly, and the movement is just like really, like almost artificial looking. But everywhere outside, it looks good. But this is one scene. This is a mild critique. Yeah, I didn't even catch that. Many more come from behind the one that takes him down. Oh, yeah. Very fast. The sound drops, and Sokwu turns around to see people running behind Suan. One of the military zombies is seconds away from attacking her. With almost no time to spare, <laughs> Song Hua comes in like a badass and elbows the zombie in the face. You absolute legend. Yes. <laughs> Just when you think he can't get any cooler. Yes. Suan runs off with Song Kyung and Song Hua stays behind just kicking ass. Sok Woo was taken down by a zombie as he's trying to run after them. Yang Gok and Song Hua make it to the other side with the other baseball players and lock the doors with police batons. While Sok Woo is fighting with the zombie that took him down, the homeless man runs past him and throws a jacket on the head of the zombie and the zombie just stands up confused right. and, and stops. So he basically took what they learned earlier with the newspapers. He's like, jacket. Yes. yeah. yeah. Uh, he's smart. He's a oh, yeah. quick study. Yeah. Um, and the homeless man makes it out. Song Hua tells Sok Wu, hurry up, asshole. Or he's yeah. like, asshole, come on. Yeah. And again, with the class commentary, mm-hmm. it's very sad to see the homeless man and Song Hua doing what Sok Wu would never no, do No, 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 no. He'd be gone. Yeah. yeah. He'd be gone. Excuse me? Yeah. <laughs> Stepping over and them. Exactly. The kids were right to bring those bats. Oh, like, oh. I, there's no way I would have wandered around without no. some kind of something. And they thought they were just going to the station. They're like, yeah. let's think ahead. Sock <laughs> yeah. uh. makes it through the doors just as the zombies rush it and they struggle to close the door. From a window, Song Kyung sees fleeing people open the doors to a train car only to just release the zombies that are inside. Great, great job. Come on, dude. Now the platform is crawling with zombies. <laughs> people are piling into a car and Jin Hee and an attendant are outside directing more people to come. Yan Sok grabs the attendant is like, why haven't we left yet? It's like, dude. <laughs> uh, well. <laughs> the attendant just pushes him to the side. Thankfully. Yeah. Just as those older sisters, Seong Kyung and Suan, are approaching, a giant horde of zombies that was leaning against the upper window of the train station break the glass and literally come raining down. The sisters fall with an infected between them. Mm-hmm. Song Kyung and Suan grab Ingil. Suan calls her granny when yeah, this happens. Yeah, that was sad. And they run, but the infected chase them. Jin Hee and the attendant grab Jong Gil and run to their car. They close the door just in time before the zombies get in. 
Sung Kyung finds another car and they climb inside, but she opens the door for the homeless man yes. who's running from the zombies and they close it back in time. Just as easily could have just let him get eaten. Yes. Yeah. Which other people in this movie would have. Would totally have done that. I, I know you brought it up earlier, but so these zombies are pretty much kind of like World War Z zombies. Basically. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Except they can't, you know, open doors. <laughs> Which I don't <laughs> Which know if they great. could either, but... I, mean, I don't know, but... Because, they, like, they're really fast. It's unbelievable. And they're, like, the way they're, they're just packing together. And yeah. The, and the way they slam yeah. all together up against the doors is, like, horrifying. I've always said throughout my life that I prefer Romero zombies, but it's only because I'm terrified of these zombies. <laughs> yeah, no. I, I would much rather deal with some yeah. slow pokes than fucking. Is he still walking? We got to Yeah, we got Yeah, no, finish your beer. Uh, no. <laughs> Sok grabs the attendant and tells them that they need to go now. They're all inside the car at this point. Jenhee says, no, her friends aren't here yet. And Sok pushes her yes. hard. Yes. He says that the ones that have made it on board need to survive. And reluctantly, the attendant radios for the conductor to leave. Inside the station, Songhua finally gets the door locked, but the zombies immediately start breaking the glass. <laughs> they run just as the glass completely breaks and the zombies tumble out into the hallway. It is a massive pile. Oh, yeah. yeah of the, the military zombies that they had locked in there. <sighs> yeah. From the window, they see the train slowly departing, which would be the scariest thing oh, I had no, ever yeah. seen in my life. Yeah, he knows his daughter's probably on uh-huh. there. Songhua knows uh-huh. his pregnant wife. Yes. Like, it's mm. fucking terrifying. As soon as they step out onto the platform, the two other baseball players besides Yang Gok are taken down immediately. Yang Gok just sits there watching them and he's completely frozen. Sok Woo has to tell him, snap out of it, idiot, and they run. Which is development. It is. Yeah. It's improving because he normally would have just, just left him. Yeah. So that was good. The baseball boys that were taken down immediately turn mm-hmm. and come after them. Must have been neck bites. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sok Woo and Yang Gok run alongside the train and they're able to jump on board. Sok Woo leans out and extends his hand to Song Hwa, but he swerves out of the way to grab a shield and a baton and saves Sok Woo from the zombies that were on the platform behind him. Mm-hmm. Dude, again, better than the protagonist. Yeah. yeah. Just better. And he, we had read that yeah. the actor who plays Song Hwa was the personal trainer of the actor who plays Sok Woo. <laughs> So <laughs> I wonder if he got him the part. He's yeah, like, well, funny. we need a badass. And he's like, I know Listen. a guy. <laughs> <laughs> he's just kicking ass on this platform, but he finally grabs Sokwoo's hand and makes it on board. So inside the train, the conductor talks to the command center who agrees to clear them a route to Busan. Which is good. In mm-hmm. car 13, the homeless man notices that the glass dividing the next car is broken. And there are zombies in that car. Sung Kyung makes her way to the bathroom and motions for everyone to follow her and hide in the stall. Once they pack in, a zombie notices them. This attracts all the rest of the zombies in that car. Mm-hmm. And they're not able to close the bathroom door all the way. In car 15, they spray a fire extinguisher against the glass, and the conductor announces that they're going straight to Busan with no stops. Yan Sok, of course, has to chime in, and he's like, okay, full speed, but no matter what. It's like, dude, shut up. He's like, we were already going, guys. Yeah, we're not doing this because you you said so. (laughs) 
Yangok calls Jin Hee and she sobs because she thought he was dead. Yangok is also crying because the rest of their friends are dead. Mm-hmm. And car nine, Song Hwa calls Song Kyung and Suan answers. She tells him that they are locked inside of a restroom stall. When he asks which car, his wife yells that they're in car 13 and to get his ass over there. Again, love the relationship. <laughs> Sakwu sees that the next car is full of zombies and just starts walking toward it. And Songhua is like, think logically. Yeah. Even if you were able to get through, how are you going to get them back? So Yang Gok, after talking to Jin Hee, says that everyone else is in car 15. They're currently in car nine. It's like, great. Yeah. yeah. They all start wrapping their hands and Songhua devises a plan. He'll take the lead. Yang Gok will take the middle and Sokwu will take the rear since as a fund manager, he's an expert at leaving useless people behind. Sick burn. <laughs> oh, yeah. He doesn't miss an opportunity. Uh, no, he doesn't. Well, he still hasn't gotten that apology. No. So I'd be burning him all goddamn day. <laughs> The train passes through a tunnel and everything goes dark. They wait until the tunnel is over, light floods in, and of course the zombies notice them. I just want to say really quick, the entrance and exit through those tunnels, I loved the way that this was shot, the yeah. shift in the lighting. It's just amazing filmmaking, and mm-hmm. I was, I honestly, I didn't, <laughs> I was going to say I gasped, but I didn't, <laughs> I didn't gasp. But you I clutched your pearls. Yeah, I was like, goodness gracious, no. <laughs> I was, I literally said out loud, I was like, God damn. Yeah. It's in, no, it's, it's, it's great. just so cool looking. Song Hwa says, let's go. And he enters the car and just starts kicking ass. Yes. For some reason, I can't put my finger on it. It's not shot the same. It's not framed the same. The intensity is not the same. But as they're working through these cars, it reminded me of that scene in Old Boy. I knew I had the exact the <laughs> I, hallway scene. I don't. I had the exact same thought. I, I don't, don't know what, know it, what is it is, either. but I was like, "This is Old Boy." Yes, for a second. Yeah, just for a second. But I loved it. There is this amazing fight sequence, and they use actual teamwork to yes. clear the train. The zombies are still alive in there, but they make it through. They enter the next car, and it's filled with young gawks teammates who have all turned he freezes which is exactly what he does when he sees his friends turn on the platform so i mean it's Mm -hmm. on brand song hua pushes him aside and him and sok woo get to work (laughs) well they're like we don't know these motherfuckers (laughs) sok woo is taken down and yang gong stays frozen and doesn't Uh, help him there is there's friends you know the choreography and the camera movement is so cool here as it sweeps around to show that yang gok is just not doing anything no and Song Hwa is also overtaken and he still doesn't help. Mm-hmm. I and I feel like in most movies, this is when he'd be like, ah, and you know, find his strength <laughs> yeah, or whatever. Yeah, just start beating the shit yeah, out of everyone. No, instead. he is traumatized and he can't. He's frozen. But the train goes through another tunnel and the zombies stop attacking completely. They just look around blindly. Yeah. I like when monsters have a weakness. Oh, yeah. And when the weakness isn't obvious. No, they had to figure that out. Because there's no way they would have known this before. And what's crazy is that they waited until they had light to enter into this. Yes. And if they would have just waited. It would have been a lot easier for him. Sok Woo taps a baseball bat away from them and the zombies flock to the sound that he made. The three just quietly move to the next car. Like shit. That was easy. Yeah. I found it odd that they are aware of zombies Mm -hmm. and they know that these are zombies, but not one time does anyone in this film go for a kill shot. 
No, they don't. They, I don't think one zombie dies in this movie. They leave them alive, yeah. They're just trying to navigate through them. They're not yeah. trying to kill yeah. them. And I do enjoy the scene that you were just talking about. And they uh-huh. go, but I mean, he's like punching the zombies and they're just down. It's like, <laughs> yeah. oh, shit, he knocked me out. Just, yeah. He's a badass. Wow, just... That, I, I mean, I did enjoy it, but that mm-hmm. was kind of like, eh, I was like, you're just going to beat the shit out of them, and then they're down. Oh, you got me. Yeah. You know? if, if I'm not mistaken, there is one point where one lunges at him with a bat in the face, and then the zombie grabs his face. Yeah. <laughs> Does he go, no? Yeah. It's like when he, he's hitting one of the zombies and the feet with the shield. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like, what are you doing? Don't, they don't, do they feel that? He's like, like, oh, my toe. Like, that's like, really annoying. Yeah. This is the first zombie I've ever fought. Yeah. All right, so cut me some slack. Give me a break. I am a fun manager. I thought it was funny. No, it was. In the next car, they come to the consensus that the darkness of the tunnel stopped them, which I guess has been foreshadowed all the way up until this point with the blocking of the door, with Mm -hmm. the jacket being draped over his Mm -hmm. head, and then he stops. I mean, it makes sense. Absolutely. There are even more zombies in the next car, and Songhua is like, we need to keep going. But Sok Woo asks for Songhua's phone, and he gives it to him. This part is kind of fucked up to me, but... Oh, absolutely. As the train enters another tunnel, they sneak into that next car. Sok Woo uses his phone to call Song Hwa's phone. He slides Song Hwa's phone to the other end of the car and calls it so that the ringtone rings all loud and the zombies (laughs) flock to it. When I watched this the first time, I thought he threw his own phone. Yes. But he's using his phone later. Here's why it's so fucked up. One, he called Songwa's phone so Songwa's phone would have his number so he could call it later (laughs) to lose. Instead of just using Songwa's phone to call his phone because he knows the number and lose his phone. No. No. Oh, no, of course not. No, he's like, I need this for business. And the only communication he's had with his daughter... And Song Kyung is through Song Hwa's phone. phone. So yeah, let's lose that. (laughs) The good thing, though, that I thought was very sweet is that Song Hwa's phone, the lock screen, is the sonogram of his baby. He's the best. I just love their relationship. I I can't (laughs) stop saying it. But with his phone sacrificed, they're able to pass through to the next car. He should have been like, you owe me an apology and and a new phone. (laughs) They finally reach the restroom, and when Song Hwa opens the door, Song Kyung punches him in his chest, and it's adorable. Mm-hmm. But Suan and they just Sok Woo, they're like, oh, hey, kid. <laughs> oh, shit, you yeah. were in Oh, there. cool. Glad that worked out. <laughs> the lights come back on, and Yang Gok pulls the other two men into the opposite stall, because those zombies are still yeah. out there. Mm-hmm. Song Hwa asks if Sok Woo is grateful to him for him bringing him back to his kid. And Sok Woo just makes fun of his ringtone. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you piece of shit. Right. <laughs> He's looking at the train map on his phone and says there's a two minute tunnel coming up and another one two miles after that. Song Hwa is like, man, I bet you never even got to play with your daughter. Yeah. Sounds antagonistic at first, but then he's like, when she's older, she'll understand why you had to work so hard. So in your interpretation of this, is Song Hwa older than Sok Woo? Because he's not a father yet, but he's passing on this advice as if he's older. Like he knows life more. I don't know that he's older. I feel like he's 
for lack of better words, more human, like more <laughs> He's definitely in touch a better with his emotions, person. I think. Yeah. But he says dads get all the shit and no praise, but it's all about sacrifice. And they all kind of sit in it. And he's like, did that sound cool? <laughs> Dude, I love this guy. I just love he's this not guy. wrong. Yeah. Right. In car 15, Jin Hee gets a text from Yang Gok saying that they rescued everybody and they're on their way. She announces it to the train. And of course, Yan Sok has opinions that there's no way they made it through all those zombies without getting infected themselves. Which there's no... No. But he plays to everyone else. And he's like, these people don't even... You, he doesn't give a shit about these people. He's right. trying to get them on his side. And it works. I think this is what bothers me is when weak people fake like they care about others just to ensure that their interests are oh, yeah. fulfilled. Yes. If he was on the other side and he wanted into this car, he would have the exact opposite. Oh, of course. Well, no, yeah. How, it's how whatever could we be, yeah. how could we be infected? Him. Yeah. But now he's like, they might be infected. In fact, they might mm. already be zombies. Yeah. It's like, yeah. dude, <laughs> come on. In car 13, they all come out of the restroom as the train goes into a tunnel. The next car is full of zombies and they're up against the door that they need to go out of. Sakwu notices the shelves above the seats for luggage, I guess. Mm -hmm. They all on both sides of the car silently pull themselves along the shelves and the zombies are literally inches away from them. I would have loved to have seen that they got up there yeah. quietly. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's just like Sakwu is basically like, you think of what I'm thinking? Yeah. And Songwa's <laughs> like, there. yeah. yeah. <laughs> they're, they're just up there now. Well, I didn't I didn't even notice it like the first couple of times I watched it, but this last time I had the surround sound on. You can hear the squeaks when they're crawling up there. Oh, like when they're and like it's Lord. real faint, but, but it's you there. can hear it, yeah. That's a credit to the sound design. You know, that's yeah, real. No, that's yeah. real good. Sokwoo throws a bag of luggage to the other side of the car, and when the zombies flock to it, they start climbing down from the shelf. Songhua opens the door and they all pass through. However, the homeless man is still climbing down and he falls. Suan immediately goes, tries to go to help him. Yeah. But Sakwu stops her, gives her to Songhua and goes himself. He helps the homeless man up just as the lights come on. Great character development yes. for Sakwu. Yeah. Because yeah. normally he would have just shut yeah. that door. Yeah. He's not us. Get in. Yeah. <laughs> is that me? No. Yeah. Sakwu tosses the homeless man to hide in the seats and he hides on the opposite side. Songhua is whispering at them to run and Sakwu was like, okay, we'll go on three. But on three, the homeless man steps on a soda can. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. The zombies hear them and they run. Songhua tries to close the door, but they stop him from closing it. They're like mm -hmm. reaching in. The rest go to the other side of the door to try to get to car 15 where everybody else is, but the door is locked. Yang Gok tries to call Jin Hee, but we see that they have literally tied the door shut. The attendant is restraining Jin Hee yeah. with his hand over her mouth. Is that necessary? No. And when Yan Sok sees her phone ringing, he crushes it with his foot. Asshole. Yeah. Yes. Sok Woo goes to help Song Wa by hitting the zombies with the bat that he still has. Yang Gok is trying to break the glass to the next car with his bat. Right. Song Hwa grabs the handle of the door he's trying to close and he is bitten. It's heartbreaking. 
Yon Gok finally breaks the glass and Yon Sok, of course, is holding the door closed, yeah. preventing them from getting into the car. So did nobody take into account that the doors are made of glass and that no matter how many fucking ties and stuff you tie to the doorknob, they can just break it through it? It can still break. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> John Gill spots her sister with the other group. Jen Hee and John Gill try to pull everyone away from the door that's helping Yon Sok. Yon Sok sees Suan crying and continues to hold the door closed. And yeah, he's like, no, leave them out, including yeah. that child. Yeah. <laughs> the crying child. Yes. Song Kyung approaches Song Hwa and he tells her to stay away. He tells Sok Woo that he's getting tired and he just needs to take Song Kyung and go. It's sad because he knows. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He tells him to take care of his wife, yeah. basically. Sok Woo finally gives him the apology that he's been owing him mm-hmm. and goes to take Song Kyung away. But Song Hwa calls after her and says that he wants her to name the baby Yoon Soo Yan, which is heartbreaking. It's just so sad. His character arc is fulfilled. Yeah. It's just not fair. No. There's a moment of them just looking at each other and then the glass gives way. And Song Hwa continues to kick ass. (laughs) Dude. Even for a few moments after he succumbs and becomes a zombie himself. Defiant to the end and after it. Yes. But finally they knock him over. Yeah. Which moment of fucking silence for the best character in the movie he was a real one yeah real human being and a real hero yes with Sokwoo's help they finally force the door open and there's this really intense moment of Yon Sok's face and Sokwoo's face mm-hmm. as they're both trying to one open the door and one keep it shut Yon Sok is putting his back oh, into yeah. it like he does not it is the look on his face. And he's giving it everything he's got. Yeah. But Sokwoo pulls everyone inside. And Gil stays behind, I guess, to let everyone go in front of her. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. I don't know but she there. gets bitten. And Sokwoo closes the door and punches Yan Sok in his face, blaming him for the people who died, which. Yeah. 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 It, yeah. Yan Sok is like, he's infected. Yeah. Which there right is away. no proof of yes. this. No. no. He says that the whole group needs to be thrown out and the attendant tells them to leave. The rest of the passengers then start screaming at them to get out. How did he no, turn he them wa- over so quickly? Because they're all afraid. Yeah, I I get being afraid, but that's a hard choice to try to stand behind. Yeah. Because if they were infected, you've seen how quick the other ones turned or the way yes. they were acting. None of them look like I'd be that. like, let's wait for five seconds. Do I have yeah, black right. veins? But to look at it another way, they just helped this man hold the door closed on a child and a pregnant woman, and their actions just got two people killed. Yes. Yeah. Wouldn't it be easier to believe they're infected anyway? They shouldn't have like they shouldn't be in here anyway. Wouldn't that wouldn't it be easier to sleep at night to think, you know? Can I ask you very quickly? If you thought that this was a commentary on immigration. Whoa, I did not think of that. It felt like that to me, the way that they said, you know, don't let them in. Yeah. They're infected, yeah. all this shit. It reminds me of what a lot of xenophobic people say about refugees and stuff. No, that's fair. And the fact that they all turned on them at the behest of one asshole. Yeah. It seems very loaded. 
Like there's some commentary there's here. There's more to it. Yes. Probably. More than just, oh, it's a zombie movie and these people shouldn't be here. Yeah. Yangok tells Jinhee that it will be safer for her to stay here. And she's like, I don't want to stay. It's just the two of us now, which I would not want to stay there either. No, no. Slowly they leave and a man dramatically slams the door behind them. Like he did not need to go that hard. Well, there was there was a guy that was behind Song Kyung and he was like, get out. Oh, the guy with the glasses. Yes. He was like, what the fuck don't you get? Why are you still Yeah, it was so bad. It's like, give them a second. Let them catch their breath. For real. You were hunkered down, hanging out in a car. They were fighting for their life back there. (laughs) Because of you. Yes. And no, I would definitely be happy not to be in there with those assholes. Yeah. Let's leave. They immediately start tying the door shut. John Gill is sitting alone and traumatized. She calls her sister an idiot for always helping people before herself. She looks at her sister on the other side of the glass and then turns around and looks at everybody in the car fighting amongst each other. Mm -hmm. She goes up to the glass and puts her hand against it and thanks her sister for everything. Yon Sok notices Yeah. just before John Gill opens the door. <laughs> He's like, no, 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 stop that lady. Yeah, he does. <laughs> <laughs> and and nobody, nobody listens. They were listening before, but now they're just like, hmm. Well, yeah. he got everybody all riled up. Yep. Like, yeah. So suddenly our group on the other side sees the car succumb to zombies and they're banging on the glass. Cool, man. Which is like, not my yeah, problem. Yeah, no. literally zero Karma sympathy. right around the corner. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We get a sweeping shot of just the chaos that's happening in that car. The conductor is still radioing control to get Busan status, but no one is answering. Out of his window, though, we see a city covered in smoke and fire. Yeah. Back in the car, Sokwoo tells Suan that it's still her birthday and he is going to get her to her mom. She tells him that she practiced the song for her recital just for him, and that's why she couldn't finish it because she didn't see him there. She asks him to stay with her. So Sokwoo immediately goes to the bathroom. (laughs) (laughs) Well, (laughs) geez, worst possible time. And doesn't he kind of force his way into holding her hand? Yeah. At that point? Yeah. Still very distant. Yeah. Even though she did just confide that in him. Which was a lot. Yes. Um, I would feel ashamed if I didn't know anything about my daughter. And then now here I am having to fight tooth and nail to protect her. Mm -hmm. I don't know anything about her. Yeah. And now it's like, what have I missed? What What did I do? You know what I mean? So him trying to hold her hand, he's like... He doesn't feel comfortable. Yeah. yeah. He doesn't understand. And then he's like, I, I have to. And this she is my kid. Loves him. Yeah. yeah. She wanted him there. She wasn't like, I don't f- no. No, no, I have my mom there. It's fine. The whole yeah, thing no. was for him. Yes. In the stall, Sokwoo was trying to call her mom again. And again, she doesn't answer. But Kim calls him and tells him that Busan is safe, but he is sobbing. Yeah. He says that this all started at a biotech that's in the center of, I guess, their their plan, right. their situation. Mm-hmm. He asks Sokwoo to reassure him that this is not his fault. He does. And Kim hangs up the phone. I was kind of afraid that we were going to hear a gunshot on the other end. Oh, yeah. I thought that no, too No, he for a was second. broken I up. really yeah, thought that he was going to too. do that. Um, I did think it was interesting as well that whenever he does call Sokwoo, he comes up as analyst Kim. Yeah. And it's like, to him, it's a status. Your job defines you. Yeah. You don't get a full name. Yeah. You're well, an when analyst he called the, first, and no, then your yeah. name. When he called the Daejeon lieutenant, he was under... A group 
that was just labeled lemmings. I didn't even catch yeah, that. Yeah, he oh, goes wow. into lemmings <laughs> and then finds the lieutenant's name. So he stays huh. being a dick. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, geez. He's like, don't look in my phone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're not going to like what you see. Yeah. Sokwu goes to wash the blood off his hands and starts to break down. Well, he's washing the literal blood off his hands yes. while thinking of the figurative blood on his hands. Yes. But the train lurches forward as the conductor stops just before a wreck on the track. He announces to the train that they'll be waiting for rescue or boarding another train to get to Busan. The bathroom door shifts further down and we see that Jan Sok <laughs> and the attendant are hiding inside still alive. Yeah. Of all the people. that I can't. <laughs> He's a cockroach. They both are, honestly. No, true. Outside, the conductor gets out and begins looking for another train to use. The first one is full of zombies, so he runs to the station. That one's out. Yeah. Sokwu tells the group that Busan is safe and they need to get out now. Mm -hmm. Inside the station, after dodging a zombie conductor, <laughs> our conductor finds an empty train and starts it. In the bathroom, <sighs> Yan Sok peeks out and sees that the car is full of of zombies yeah the attendant is like is it clear and he's like yeah you go first <laughs> yeah <laughs> which is his own fault you guys just yes. came from yeah. in there exactly you know what you know just came you from know what yonsak is yeah. like <laughs> and you're like oh sweet uh, and uh, this is cartoonishly evil this is worse than anything yeah, you've done so was. far as the attendant <laughs> Peers out of the restroom, Yansok pushes him to the zombies and runs out of the and train runs away. Yeah. without shutting the doors behind him, which yeah, is oh quite no. foolish. Yeah. Outside, the group passes by a train full of zombies banging against the window. The conductor sees a flaming train headed toward him. Mm hmm. Yangok and Jin Hee find an empty car and call the rest of the group over. Just then, the flaming train smashes into a parked train. Yangok protects Jin Hee as the train flies off the tracks. And when they're able to see again, they're the only ones still there. And we haven't said much about it, but the effects in this film are fantastic. No, they, yeah. yeah. I, I think the budget was like $8 million, but this seems like a much higher budget film. It's crazy. They move forward to the train that they had found, but the way out to the other side is stuck. Yang Gok tries to break the glass as Jin Hee stands behind him watching. We see fucking Yan Sok <laughs> exit the train next to this one and board theirs. He grabs Jin Hee and throws her to the zombie yeah. that is chasing him. Unbelievable. Yan Gok goes to fight the zombie off of her and Yan Sok takes over trying to break the glass. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, no, I got it. In the time it took him to throw Jin Hee, he could have shut the door instead. Yep. yep. And he chose to throw her to the zombie to get bitten yep. instead of just saving all three of them. Well, Again, why would he do that? This dude is a fucking cartoon. <laughs> yeah. He's a monster. Yang Gok, yeah, he's the monster. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think we That's know who the real know. zombie yeah. is. Yang Gok manages to throw the zombie out, but it's too late. Jin Hee is already seizing. Yan Sok breaks the glass and climbs out while Yang Gok holds Jin Hee and just weeps. Mm -hmm. She finally turns and he just lets her bite him immediately. All his friends are gone. Everything's gone to shit. Mm -hmm. I'm sure he's just like. And I mean, what? we've seen him freeze up every time he sees this happen, but to see her, like, that's a whole yeah, other that's level. Too much. He's just like, I'm, I'm done. 
I don't know why, but the fact that he just let it end there, yeah. I thought was kind of sweet. In a very in a, sad very, way. Yeah. Yeah. Yansok sees the train that's slowly departing and runs for it with zombies hot on his trail. Oh, yeah. Sok-woo wakes up with Suan crying over him. They're stuck with Song-kyong and the homeless man in a space between an upright train and a fallen train mm. that's tilted against the right. upright train. I hope I explained yeah, that. Right. <laughs> Zombies are pressed up against the windows, just threatening to fall. Outside, the conductor sees Yan Sok and encourages him to run faster. Yan Sok twists his ankle and goes down, mm-hmm. which should just been I, like later. Yeah, I was so <laughs> yeah. hoping that that dude was just gonna. Yeah, get... the conductor knows that he's an asshole. Yeah, yeah. He should have just. He, he should have just been waving. He hasn't. <laughs> and smiling. He, yeah. He hasn't seen the full extent. To be fair, no, but yeah. he has showed his ass a couple times oh, yeah. in front yeah. of the conductor. He knows them cheeks. Yeah. <laughs> the conductor leaves the train to go help him, but Yan Sok. Pulls a Yan Sok and throws him to the zombies. Yan Sok was momentarily attacked, but the conductor is killed. Yes. It's done. Underneath the train, the train is falling closer to crushing the group. Sok Woo spots a small hole leading out. He climbs through, kind of makes sure it's safe, and then turns back to pull the others out. But something heavy falls, covering the hole. As Sokwoo tries to pull it out of the way, one of the windows breaks and zombies spill out. Mm-hmm. The homeless man, with no hesitation, blocks Song Kyung and Suan from the zombies with a piece of metal. Sokwoo moves the part blocking the hole and calls for them. The homeless man tells them to hurry up and go. They crawl out just as the windows break and zombies rain down on the homeless man. The homeless man shares a moment with Song Kyung, mm-hmm. and it's. Very sad because they don't say it, but there's a thank you. Oh, yeah. There. Yes. And it's so sad and sincere. Well, he sacrificed himself for them and didn't even, I mean, nope. there was no hesitation there. Not at all. Sokwoo, Suan, and Sang Kyung are the only ones left, and they're running as the zombies chase them. They see the departing train and finally catch it and climb on. A zombie grabs onto the back railing of the train and more zombies (laughs) grab onto him. Eventually, no pun intended, there's a giant train of zombies hanging on. It looks crazy. It's an amazing visual because they get this large overhead shot and you're like, no, this is how many. Oh my gosh. And it's a lot. (laughs) Their weight is literally causing the train to pull back. Sokwoo climbs onto the ladder and starts kicking their hands until they fall off. And they're just shaking their fists. Yeah. Damn it, you meddling kids. Next time. With the zombies gone, Sokwoo opens the door to the conductor's seat, and of course, Yan Sok is inside. His eyes are white. <laughs> he turns around like, surprise, bitch. Yeah. But <laughs> how did he turn? When the conductor went to save him, a zombie was on him. So that's when we're supposed to assume that he was bitten. He was bitten, and then he still threw the conductor to them and took off. But yeah, that's when he was bitten. Okay. He tells Sokwoo that he's scared and to take him home because his mom is waiting for Mm -hmm. him. And a full circle moment, Sokwoo was like, you're infected. Mm -hmm. But it's true this time. No, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) When Yan Sok realizes that this is true, he breaks down and sobs and then finally succumbs (laughs) 
and attacks Sakwu. Maybe yeah. Sakwu shouldn't have told him. Right. <laughs> he was living fine before he found out, and then let him live like, in the bullshit. Well, right, go for it. <laughs> they fight, and when Yan Sok goes after Song Kyung, Sakwu literally puts his hand over Yan Sok's mouth to save her, and he is bitten. Very sad. With Yan Sok still biting his hand, Sakwu chains himself to the train and then flings himself off, dropping Yan Sok. One unfortunate thing about it is during this fight scene when they're both on the ground on the train, they're both wearing white shirts and you can see bright green of the green screen oh, no. on their shirts. Yeah. I didn't even notice that. It was upsetting to see, but you shouldn't care because the impact of the scene is incredible. It oh, yeah. overshadows everything else. Yes. He climbs back up and looks at the bite on his hand and looks at Song Kyung holding Suan and Suan is just sobbing. He takes him into the cabin and shows Song Kyung the break and tells her to pull it when it's safe. He tells Suan to stay with her and Suan begs him not to go and says all of this is her fault, which ugh. it's not. No. I'm sure if she's if she knew all this was coming, she wouldn't have. No, she wouldn't have pushed <laughs> like, it. We can stay at your apartment for my birthday. I don't <laughs> She begs and sobs, but he finally leaves the cabin, closing the door. Suan is hysterical, and Song Kyung has to hold her back. And I just have to say, this little girl, her acting. Oh, my no, God. Yeah. The whole movie. This scene in particular, because the way that she is screaming hysterically, like yeah. you said, I don't know what direction they gave her. But holy shit. Yeah. It's unbelievable. And it like sins a shock through you. Yes. Well, to me, this is the most heartbreaking thing I've ever seen in any movie. Like, it, period. It, it is. Like it, yeah. And then as a, being a father, it it, it it hit a million times worse. Like a million times worse. Sokwoo goes to the rear of the train and has flashes of holding Suan when she was a baby. When we see him again, he is fully infected and his eyes are white. Yeah. He remembers her as a baby again, and his face brightens into a full smile before he lets himself fall off the back of the train. Right. Now, the flashbacks, the brightness of those flashbacks, the piano, Suan screaming from the car, <laughs> the combination of it, it just is fucking heart... It tears you apart. Yeah. Literally. I've seen this twice, and both times, my eyes just filled up with tears, just... Both times yeah. I sobbed. And full disclosure, that's the second time I had to record well, that because I cried the first time. This, these are facts. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I did notice dude before, too, got bit in the hand. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So did he. Yeah. Yeah. He had a minute. Yeah. A yeah. And he, yeah. He was like, hey, take off. Take care of my old lady. You know, the kid. Mm -hmm. And he held him back as long as he could. He sacrificed himself. Yeah. yeah. He was a father. He knew the same thing. Hey, I'm going to turn, take care, you know, stay with this lady. Mm -hmm. She's going to take care of you. And he did what he knew he had to do, sacrifice himself to not be a danger to his daughter and that lady. It's, it, I mean, yeah, it, and it's the one of the most full circle moments yep. I've ever seen for Definitely. a character, oh, yeah. especially in a horror film. No, yeah, yeah it's that, like how how were y'all able to do this? Because he was an asshole, yeah. yeah, and he made the ultimate sacrifice, a thing that we never would have expected from no, the Sakwu yeah. that we met at the beginning. No, That's and right. it feels like 
During this movie, he's almost at a crossroads where he's somewhere in between Songhua and Yansok. That's exactly yeah. what I have in my notes. And at the beginning, he's veering heavily to Yansok. And then throughout the course of this movie, we see him finding the Songhua inside in, of yeah, him. In himself. Ugh. And he finally does, unfortunately. As he's found it, it's too late. Yeah. And that's the real tragedy of the yes. whole film. Later, Song Kyung stops the train just before a barricade in mm-hmm. front of a tunnel on the tracks. Mm-hmm. Song Kyung and Suan climb down and she seems like she's in pain. I don't know if contractions are happening. Yeah. Um, she's been doing a lot for pregnancy. She's Honestly, been doing yeah. a whole lot. They walk on the track, stepping around dead and burned military bodies. They're engulfed in darkness as they step into the tunnel. On the other side are two military men, one with a scoped rifle and the other one with binoculars. The one with binoculars sees their silhouettes in the tunnel and radios in for orders. When they can't verify whether or not they're infected because they're so far away and in a dark tunnel, Mm -hmm. the orders are to kill them. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's fucked up, but and you clear- understand. Yeah, yeah, but it's clearly a woman and a child. Just like let him get a little bit closer. <laughs> yeah, honestly, and we have all the firepower in the world. Yeah, if it's yeah, two, we can handle two. Yeah. Just as he lines up the shot and begins to squeeze the trigger, we hear Suan singing Aloha O. Oh. She's clinging to Song Kyung and sobbing as she sings. The men announce that they're survivors, right. and several of them rush into the tunnel. The last shot is of Suan crying and singing until we meet again. She wipes tears from her face and looks up at the camera. And that's Train to Busan. So what did you guys think of Train to Busan? I said it at the beginning and I'll say it again. I wish American zombie movies were like this. I absolutely absolutely agree. We talked about and everything with the characters. And like you said, it was full circle for them. Yeah. You give a shit, you know, you know, you hate him. Then it's like, okay, maybe he's coming around. Now it's like, God damn, did he have to die? Right. You know, and then dude, too, uh, with the pregnant wife. I'm mm-hmm. not even going to try to pronounce the names because I don't want to mess <laughs> it up. Yeah, yeah, I don't want to mess it up and I'm sorry. But like you care, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And it is a horror movie about zombies on a train, <laughs> but it's fantastic. Yeah. There's like no other way to put it. And I'm sure some people are like, oh, I don't want to read subtitles or whatever. Yeah. Just then, do it. Yeah, just do it. Just please. do it. Yeah, just do it. Because the movie is great. Mm-hmm. I absolutely love this movie. And I'm sure it's not the last time I'll watch it. Oh, no. No, 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 no. At all. It's amazing. Yeah. Uh, to put it Mildly. succinctly, yeah. <laughs> I feel like... If you were to look at this film on paper, it's a zombie movie. It takes place on a train. You wouldn't really give it that much consideration that time of day. But they took what they had and they excelled beyond, well beyond anything that you would ever expect from this kind of a movie. And it's upsetting to me because when you look at horror, you have the opportunity to do things like this all the time. You can make an emotionally effective horror movie. And honestly... Obviously. (laughs) Yeah, if I had to think about it, I really can't think of another horror movie that was this emotionally effective to me. And I'm not even a parent, so I can't even imagine how it must feel for a parent to watch this movie. It's a whole lot. Like, you gotta gotta go hug your kid. Yes. (laughs) 
but it's just incredible. It's a masterpiece and a master class. Yeah, no, I totally agree. I, I can't do anything but piggyback off of what you guys said. It was, it blew me away genuinely. Mm-hmm. And I mean, just thinking about it, it, it chokes me up. I had to take a break because I was, <laughs> I was emotional just talking about these scenes, not even looking at them. Mm-mm. And like I said, you cried from a zombie movie? Yeah, Yeah. dude. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. because when you take the time and you put real characters and you give them real motivations to, you know, have these realistic character arcs, like, yeah, you're Mm going to cry. You're going to give a shit about them. You're going to it's going to hurt when they die. It's not. Oh, shit. He got bit in the neck. Like it it's it. It's real almost. And not to take away from the craft of the horror, because yeah. it's a scary film. Yeah. yeah. The moments are That's incredible. <laughs> it's It's got everything. Yeah. It's not like, oh, well, you know, the story was great. The zombies could have been better. No, yeah, they no, couldn't yeah. have been. The zombies are actually scary. You yes. still get your gore. You still yeah. get the fight scenes. You, I mean, it's everything. You everything. Yeah. It's you everything. <laughs> and like I said, to me, the dialogue helped this so much. That's a really Absolutely good point. Did. Instead of them just, you know, talking like movie talk, like mm-hmm. you were saying, oh, I can't wait for something to yeah. happen. And then it's like, you, okay, what's going to happen? Yeah. You know, they talk like real people. Yes. Yeah. Real conversations, real words, real, you know what I mean? Not like we all say real words. But you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> no, I like know things that me and you would say. Yeah. Or you would hear somebody say at the grocery store if somebody cut them off with the basket. Motherfucker. Yeah. You know, yeah. You, 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 and that, that only immerses you more. Yeah. Definitely. And gets you no, more attached like, to these, these are, characters. These are, these are real people. people. Yeah. yeah. And they're going through real shit. Hell yeah. And then it, yeah. you put yourself in that, yep. in the situation. Because it makes it easier. Yes. yes. Instead of, it's like, well, the quantum physics of this. Like, I don't uh, know what you're saying. Yeah. Shut up. I'm but, watching a movie right yeah. now. <laughs> Well, that brings us to ratings. Mm-hmm. And I have to go first. <laughs> Again, for all the reasons that we just talked about, this movie is fantastic. No matter who you are, there is something for you in this film. Yes. Period. Like I have said several times, it reduces me to a blubbering mess every time I see it. Um, apparently, every time I talk about it. <laughs> uh it just, it was that effective at not only being a horror film, but just getting right to my core, like right. honestly. Mm-hmm. And for that reason, I'm, I'm, I don't have a choice. I'm going to have to. On a scale from one to 10, white eyed reanimated deer, <laughs> I'm going to have to give Train to Busan 10 out of 10 white eyed reanimated deer. And I will now open the floor, whoever would like to. Chime in. So not to rehash everything we've already said, because (laughs) we've heaped a lot of praise on this film. Honestly, if you were to even look at it through a critical eye, there's very little, if anything, that you could call out as something that you would not like. Yeah. Um, One of the things that I always think about before I give a movie a 10 is, A, would I change anything? No, I wouldn't change anything about this movie. B, would I watch it again? Absolutely, I would watch this movie again. And so... Thinking about everything that this film is, the things that they were able to do 
on a premise. Dude, zombie movies, there are so many zombie movies. Yes. Yeah. And they were yep. able to do something that I've never seen no. done in a zombie film. And they were to do, able to do it in a smart and emotionally effective way. Not to forget the social commentary that's also injected yes. into this film. Yeah. So... Again, not to rehash any, everything that has already been said, because I could go on and on, mm-hmm. but I will say this movie's amazing. If you haven't seen it, you need to, and if you've already seen it, you should watch it again. Yes. So with that, I have to give Train to Busan 10 white-eyed reanimated deer out of 10. JP? So instead of saying everything that we've already said, because <laughs> I know we already went through all that. They're yeah. like, oh my yeah. God. Here, look, I'll, I'll put this in a, in a different way. I watched this movie for the first time, what, three, four days ago? Mm-hmm. And I've seen it three times since then. <laughs> right. Every time I've watched this movie, I maybe didn't sob, <laughs> but I did cry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I did. Yeah. I didn't know anything about the movie. Yeah. I didn't, you know, I didn't know nothing. And this movie blew me away. Yeah. Like, I could easily say this is up in the, my top five movies. Like, this... And like it deserves yeah. to no, yeah. that. For that and for everything else that it it did for me, I'm going to give this movie, was it Wide-Eyed Reanimated Deers? Yeah. I'm going to give it 15 of those motherfuckers. <laughs> this movie was different and it was great. And like I said, yeah, the zombies were like the World War Z zombies. And you even know I loved World you War did. Z. You did, mm-hmm. yeah. That was great, but... The one, what was it, the uh, Wow Such Gaming or the one we yes, watched? Okay. Uh-huh. He made a really good point in that video. Because hmm. in World War Z, you knew Brad Pitt had to survive. Of course. You knew he had to survive it's because Brad Pitt. he was yeah. saving the world or he <laughs> yeah. was whatever. Yeah, it was a good movie. And the it was zombies, an action yeah, movie. Yeah, it was an action movie. Mm-hmm. You know, and I like action movies. But this movie. People died in an, uh, right away. It didn't matter yes. how good they were. No. It didn't matter what they did. It was just, oh, it's your time to go. It's your right. time to go. My like, favorite character. Yeah, yeah. Like like that guy. Yeah. And then the kid, when his girlfriend died, and he yeah. just said, fuck it. Let it My go. friends are yeah. gone. Just take me. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's over. He gave up. Dude, you know, he could have easily, the little girl, something happened to her. And then he's like, no, why? And then him survive <laughs> and take care of the lady and raise her kid, whatever. Right. No, he he died. Yeah. It's just everything that I was like, oh, it's a zombie movie. Let's see how this goes. No. Nope. Uh, right out <laughs> yeah. the window. No. Nope. Right out the window. So, yeah, this movie is pretty much perfection for me. I right? totally and, agree. And it's, it, it, I will watch it again probably in another week or less. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> like, yeah, you know, just to, just to sit there again and watch it without having to take notes or trying to pay attention to anything, just to sit there and watch it again and soak everything yes. that this movie had to offer. So just very quickly, as not to break your scale forever... That fifteen is a ten, right? Right. All right. Yeah. <laughs> just trying. To, just want right. to make sure. Well, that's all from us at Podmortem. What would you rate Train to Busan, and what should we watch next? Let us know on Twitter at the Podmortem. Be sure to follow us on Instagram and like us on Facebook. Be sure to follow each of us on Twitter at Blood and Smoke, at Real Streeter eighty four, and at Travis M W H. And remember, always choose to make time for what's truly important before the choice is taken from you. Until next time.